Welcome back to Fanfatals. Take a ride with us on the Hogwarts Express. Walk down Main Street with our best super pals. And defy gravity as we talk about all things fandom. Welcome back to Fanfits House, a member of the Real Fans Podcast Network. I'm Emma. And I'm Gabby. And this past Monday, well, in the future for us, in the past for you, is uh, Emma's birthday. So happy birthday. Thank you. So as you all know, we here at Fanfits think that birthdays are an excuse to talk about whatever the heck we want to talk about. So Emma, what are we going to talk about today for your very special birthday episode? So we're going to be talking about one of my... New favorite series that graced Netflix in the last, like, three to four months, which is Tim Burton's Wednesday, which is all about Wednesday Adams. Yes, it was, I enjoyed it. Yes. I watched it before I got sick, so let's see how much of this I remember. Luckily, <laughs> we have summary plots for each episode, yes. so we can yes. kind of refresh our minds per episode. But. Yeah. Before we get into that, let's just like do the rundown that we normally do with of directors course. and created and all that, all the stuff we normally do. So it was directed by not only Tim Burton, but Ganja Monterio and James Marshall. It was created by Alfred Goh and Miles Miller and based on the characters uh, from the Adams family by Charles Adams. And it was released on November 23rd of 2022. Yes. Um, yes. It stars Jenna Ortega as Wednesday Adams and Goody Adams, Gwendolyn Christie as Larissa Weems, and then Oliver Wickham as young Larissa Weems, which is the headmistress lady, Ricky Lindholm as Dr. Valerie Kenbot, Jamie McShane as Donovan Galpin, and Ben Wilson portraying a young Donovan Galpin, Hunter Dewan as Tyler, Percy Hines-White as Xavier Thorpe, Emma Myers as Enid Sinclair, Joy Sunday as Bianca Barkley, um, Christina Ritchie as Marilyn Thornhill slash, spoiler alert, Laurel Gates, Musa. Oh, no wonder I recognized her. I was like, where do I know her from? Yes, which I'm pretty sure... No, that isn't a fun fact of mine, but fun fact, she's the 90s Wednesday. Christina Ricci is. Christina Ricci. Yeah. Oh, so no wonder. She was the 90s, like, the kid in the, like, Got camp it. one like and all Adam's that. Like in Adam's Family Values. Yeah, in Adam's Family Values. Yeah. She's the kid. Yeah. So they had her in the show, obviously, um, as Marilyn Thornhill slash Laurel Gates, which was fun. I really liked that. Um, Musa Mustafa as Eugene Odinger. 
Victor Grobantu as Thing. So, like, he did all the hand. The hand. Yeah, all the, like, hand movements, which, like, it's so funny watching him because it's, like, green screen, like, bodysuit, except for his hand, which has all the prosthetics on it. And he's That's just, hilarious. like, following around Jenna. <laughs> or it's just, like, just standing next to him. her, like, with his hand on her. Oh, it's my great. gosh. <laughs> um, Tommy Earl Jenkins as Noble Walker. Catherine Zeta-Jones as Morticia Adams and Gwen Jones portraying a young Morticia. Um, Louise Guzman as Gomez Adams and Lucius Hoyas portraying a young Gomez. Isaac Orden, Ordens as Pugsley and Fred Ar- Armisen as Uncle Fester. Honestly, I loved when he showed up. I was like, oh my gosh, I we don't need Uncle more Fester disaster for this right now. And then he showed up, and I was like, okay, that was actually pretty cute. Yeah, I love their relationship so much. So cute. Yes. And I have a few, like, little fun facts, like, kind of related to, like, the Adams family as a whole. And then Jenna Ortega. So not only did she learn to play the cello, Jenna Ortega also took fencing, archery, canoeing, German, and boxing lessons so she could prepare for the role. Yeah. Um, she also choreographed her dance that she did at the Raven. Yes. Um, and Wednesday very rarely blinks, and it only seems she only seems to blink when she is injured or caught off guard. And this idea came after trying one take where Jenna Ortega didn't blink, leaving director Tim Burton so enamored with the result he told Jenna Ortega not to blink anymore when playing Wednesday. So she didn't. Yeah. Um, I mean, and then works. the last, yeah, and then the last one, um, is Wednesday lives in Ophelia Hall at Nevermore Academy. Ophelia was the name of Morticia's sister on the original Adams Family TV series in the 60s, mm-hmm. and Miss Weems was the name of the family babysitter in the Charles Adams comics. Oh, I didn't know that bit. Yeah, that's awesome. I found that interesting. I was like, oh, I'm gonna put that in just so like we have a little bit of a Adam's family history lesson. <laughs> Cute. Yeah. So, I, one thing I want to, like, start with is Catherine Zeta-Jones as Morticia. <laughs> she, I like her a lot. I liked her a lot as Morticia. Yeah. I remember, so I was watching it the week it came out. I think maybe even the day it came out I started it. Mm-hmm. And I'm just sitting on the TV in the other room, and my mom comes out and is like, is that Catherine Zeta-Jones? I'm like, yeah, she's Morticia. <laughs> and, like, we just had a full conversation. I love but, that. Yeah. She was great. I I really liked everyone in the Adams family. I wish we got more of Pugsley and Wednesday's relationship. Me too. I thought I think relationship that's relationship was one very complaint cute. about the show. Mm-hmm. Is that we didn't get enough of them. I agree. But maybe Especially because, like... Every single, like, Adam's Family iteration, they're, like, always with each other. Yeah. Like, even in Values, when they're at camp. Yeah. Like, they're always with each other, so, like, her not having Pugsley was kind of... Odd. Weird. Yeah. Yeah. Especially because he's kind of the reason she got sent to Nevermore. Mm-hmm. I feel like, I feel like she kind of found that small, like, defenseless companion in, um... Eugene? Uh, yeah. Or, 
Yeah, Eugene. Yeah. The beekeeper. Yeah. I think I think he was like her substitute Pugsley. Yeah. Um Yeah, I really liked this show. Um I don't even know where to start. <laughs> well, why don't we start with the first synopsis? Okay. So episode one, which all of these will have the word woe in it. Fun fact. Another yes, fun fact I with all these that. episode titles. Um, the first one is Wednesday's Child is Full of Woe. Um, and it starts off with, as we were kind of alluding to, Wednesday Adams, a high school student, finds her brother Pugsley tied up in a locker. She sees a psychic vision of his bullies whom she attempts to kill, resulting in her expulsion with piranhas. Yeah. It was intense. Yeah. I'm surprised she didn't kill anyone. Like, because they say that it's, a t- like, she only got away with attempted murder, but, like, she didn't kill anyone. I don't know, man. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Those were some um, vicious piranhas. Yeah. I would not want to mess with her or Pugsley again. No, me neither. Um, And then... Of course, Morticia and Gomez decide to enroll her in Nevermore Academy, a school for outcasts in Jericho, Vermont. Meanwhile, a hiker is killed by an unknown creature near the school. And Wednesday's parents release Thing, a sentient disembodied hand, to watch over her. And then she meets her roommate Enid, um, which is her complete opposite. I Total opposite. I love Enid so Me much. Me too. Um, and duels with Bianca, the popular girl, after Bianca bullies a boy named Rowan. Um, I like Bianca in the later season, or later episodes. I agree. I think she redeems herself. Especially after the Parents' Day episode. Yeah, I think she, you, you learn more about her, and then she's like, oh, shoot. Yeah, because she's kind of like the... Almost the Draco Malfoy. Yeah, in the beginning. Yeah. Yeah. Also, Nevermore Academy is what I imagine um, Ilvermore need to look like. Hmm. Which is the American school. Yeah. Um, Because it is supposed to be, like, near a colonial kind of town in New England, America. I don't know why when you said that I just I just like th- think of this like super gothic building sitting next to like Colonial Williamsburg. <laughs> I mean that's pretty much what Nevermore is though. I mean yes, but also no. Colonial Williamsburg is like <laughs> dialed up to ten. Yeah, compared to the like ye old yeah. fudge making store. Yeah. Compared to, like, ye olde fudge, like... I still have not been to Colonial Williamsburg. I mean, I've, I haven't either, but still, you see the pictures. Yeah. Sophia went there recently. Yeah. <laughs> Lived out her dream. Yes. Um, later, Wednesday is nearly killed by a falling gargoyle, but is saved by Bianca's ex-boyfriend, Xavier. And after escaping her court-ordered therapy session... Wednesday meets Tyler, a coffee barista, who agrees to help her escape from Nevermore. Um, However, she is apprehended by Principal Weems and is taken back to the school. Later, Tyler and Wednesday meet at 
the local carnival and Wednesday has a vision of Rowan's death. Rowan attempts to kill her but is murdered by the monster. Hmm. That's episode one. Yeah. Um, I like Tyler. He reminds me of what I imagine Remus Lupin to look like. Like yes, a young but Remus also Lupin. No. <laughs> I don't know why. I don't know why. I don't quite see it. I think it's like, the, the hair for me. Maybe. I don't know. The like, hair knowing, gives me Marauders Remus. Knowing, knowing the ending gives, like, all of these episodes a totally new, like, perspective. Oh, yeah. So, um, when I had you first watch this, like, two weeks ago yeah. for this episode, I also rewatched it knowing everything that happens. Yeah. Um, and it, it it's an interesting watch when you know what's right? gonna happen. It's, it's, like, almost out of left field. Like, like, but then not. Like, not really. If if like, you watch it, like, again, now that you've seen it, yeah, you'll pick I'm, up on little things. Yeah. I feel like, I feel like watching it, I was like, what? No. And then, like, thinking about it. I was I'm also like, like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 I like Tyler. Yeah. For the most part, until until later <laughs> episode, last episode really is when we find out. Yeah. Um, but I don't like Xavier until the last episode. I didn't like Xavier at all. I thought he was just like. I don't know why people were like, "Oh my gosh, they need to be together." I was like, "No, they don't." And just... it looks like that actor will probably not be coming back next season. Probably not. Which and is that's like, all we're going to say. <laughs> yeah. Which, like, I don't really mind. I don't either. Didn't really care for the character. Yeah, he can go away. I thought the um, reason he was there was to give sort of like a, like a third triangle. Yeah. Thing, which was yeah. not necessary. No. I, so, I, I know that this is way later, but I love Tyler being like, I'm going to show you a scary movie to Wednesday on, like, for her birthday, like, date thing that he does, and it's Legally Blonde. That <laughs> it's was my so favorite good. thing. Because as soon as he played it and the music started, I was like, that's, that's the opening of Legally Blonde. The, same. I heard the music and I was like, wait, that's the that's the song from, from, from Legally Blood. And then it was. And I was like, ah, oh, yes. Yeah. Vindicated. And I love her reaction to it. She's like, that was the most horrifying thing I've ever seen. Yeah. Yeah. So, back to the first episode. Yes. That fair looked like a lot of fun. It did. That looked like a very fun fair. Also, I don't know why the sheriff's department let her participate in any of the investigation at all. Yeah. I don't know why grown adults would be like, hmm, this is fine. Like, no. Especially with what we find out on parents' weekend day. Like, yeah. That her parents, like, were involved in a murder recent, like, semi-recently. Yeah. I don't know. Enough to the point where they, like, try to arrest Gomez again? Yeah. I just... 
I, I don't understand either. Like, I get she um, was, like, a witness to it. Take her witness statement and then be like, okay, that's all, thanks. Yeah. Don't and, like, keep having she's this She's going to do child. what she's going to do. She's going to do what she's going to do. But, like, yeah. don't keep asking Take the Riverdale her, approach, like, Sheriff's Department, where the kids solve the mystery and y'all are, like, useless. Or Riverdale. Yeah. Or Riverdale, Stranger Things, like, any of those. Yeah. Kind of teen drama. It's, like, all within the same category of all these adults are useless TV, and that bothers the hell out of me. Yeah. Um, I love Enid so, so, so much. Me too. She, uh, she reminds me a lot of Mabel. Yes. I, I knew you would love Enid, though. As soon as I watched her, I was like, this, this, this is a character Gabby is going to love. Yeah. Yeah. I... I don't, I have a shirt that I got at home at that yeah. is Wednesday and Enid, like, on their sides of the window in their room. Like, the colorful side and the, like, dark I think side. That was really cool. Um, and it's that friend quote that Wednesday says. The, oh, I forget exactly what it was. Skylar and I got it together. Cute. At home at, even though it's. Friends are a liability and can be exploited. That makes them weaknesses. Yeah. It's in episode seven, so the um, Fester episode. Okay, yes. It's after Enid moves out. Yeah. Yeah. So this first episode is also the one that had all that controversy surrounding if she could actually play that whole cello thing by herself, right? The whole cello thing. Right? When she's, like, playing the dramatic music on the cello and she's, like... It's, like, in that first episode when she first gets yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you not see that all over TikTok where people were, like, she can't play that by herself. There's two... There's two cellos playing yeah. this song. Yeah. Yeah. But there's, like, a whole band. I don't know. I, I, I like... I get, like, the the... What am I trying to say here? Like, I get the argument, but also, it's a TV show. Like... Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I'm making... Oh, no, that's episode three, I'm pretty sure you're thinking of. Is it? Yeah, because that's when the local fair is. This is the, like, carnival. Because they keep going into the town for random, like, events going on. Wait. Because... The cello is when she's at the statue unveiling. No, 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 no. Not that one. Oh. The first one. Oh, okay. When she's sitting in front of the window. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That one. Yeah. Yeah. That's in the first one. Yeah. Also, I love how Nevermore has their own version of, like, Hogwarts house click kind of thing. Yeah. But I I felt like it was more, like, social groups than anything else. Yeah. It was more social groups than anything. But I mean, a lot of the, like, social groups had their, like, club that kind of associated with them. With the sirens being, like, the choir and stuff like that. Well, that kind of makes sense. Yeah. I liked that a lot. Okay. Moving on to episode two, which was titled, uh, Woe is the Loneliest Number. Yeah. Um, and so Tuesday convinces a skeptical sheriff Galpin that the, Who's... um, 
Huh? Did you say Tuesday or Wednesday? I heard Tuesday. I said Wednesday. I thought I said okay, Wednesday. I, I don't know. I'm hearing things. I, I used it's to been work a long with a day. girl named Tuesday. Really? Yeah. So I was listening to the musical. You know this. On my yeah. way home. There is a line that is one of my favorite lines. It's one of Gomez's songs near the beginning. And he's like, Wednesday's growing up. She'll be Thursday before you know it. A puzzling <laughs> thing. And it's my favorite line in That's any of the songs line. in the musical. Because it makes no sense. No, I, I like it. 100% I love it. makes sense. That's great. Yes. Okay. I, I had to get did. that reference in at some point in this episode. <laughs> so I really do hope I did say Wednesday. So, um, so <laughs> Wednesday convinces a skeptical Sheriff Galvin that the perpetrator of the murders is in fact a monster. However, suddenly Rowan reappears unharmed. Yes. Which we later learn is... Is... Weems. Yeah. 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 Which I was like, what? When he literally... When, like, she walked in as him, I was, like, so confused. My mind mm-hmm. was blown. I was like, yeah. this this has to be somebody else. Like, And then they what? do it again. I know! I, I don't know. So, They anyway. do it again in the last episode. So then uh, Wednesday doubts her sanity and decides to investigate the murders herself, and she roams the campus inquiring about Rowan and is told that he's been expelled. Meanwhile, Mm -hmm. Weems grows quote-unquote worried. I don't know if she actually is. I don't think she does. I don't think she has a genuine bone in her body. So I I think she's Dumbledore. Absolutely. Not a single genuine bone in her body. Cannot stand that woman. So, uh, Weems is worried about Wednesday's visions, keeping close tabs on her. Wednesday confronts a defensive Rowan as he leaves the school. Well, Weems is Rowan as he leaves the school. And she sends Thing to follow him. Uh, Rowan is then revealed to be Principal Weems, who's a shapeshifter, and uh, Thing loses her. Uh, Wednesday has visions of a book belonging to an old student society in her search for the book. She overhears Bianca planning to rig the upcoming student tournament. Which is part of it, though. Yes. Like, Enid literally says, no rules. So, yeah. like, so like when they were doing all that stuff and they were like, oh, uh, I was like, isn't that literally part of it? Yeah. Like, like. I, I don't know. How is know. it cheating? You can't cheat if it's part of the. Oh. I don't know. I don't know. It was just there were there were a few little things like that where I was like, "What?" <laughs> yeah. Um. So Wednesday then joins Enid to defeat Bianca and win the tournament. Woohoo! And then uh, mm-hmm. later Wednesday discovers the hidden library within the school where she's captured. Uh, by yes. who we know to be the Bianca uh, and Xavier. Yeah, <laughs> but what are, what are they freaking called? Oh. No, it's night crawlers. No, no, it's something like that. Elite Society Wednesday. Um, that does not help. Literally, I went Elite Society, Nightshade Society, Nightshades. Oh, I was close. Yeah. Um, 
But before, like, we get into our thoughts about episode two, I wanted to make sure I mentioned that Gwendolyn Christie, who mm-hmm. is Weems, mm-hmm. she's Phasma in Star Wars. Oh. I didn't know that until this week. Fun fact. And I found out because she's coming to MegaCon, same with Christina Ricci. Oh, fun! Yeah, or Christine Ricci, not Christina. Fun, fun, fun. Yeah. I liked the tournament. Yeah, it felt very I'm also a sucker for Edgar Allan Poe kind of stuff. Yeah. So I liked how each one of them was a, like, yeah. a story. And then... I was like, of course they have to get the Snap Twice reference in there. Yeah. yeah, you have to have the Adams family snap somewhere. If it's not going to be in the theme, it has to be in in somewhere in the story. Yeah, and, and I mean Gomez and Morticia were part of like the founding of it, so like yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, so I I liked that they put it in that way and not like force it into the theme song or anything like that. I don't know. I feel like it could have worked in the theme song, not necessarily in the same way, but like. You know, like, at the end of the theme song, do, like, two snaps and then, like, cut to the title. Yeah. yeah. Like, you can you can fit it in elsewhere. I don't know. It felt kind of shoved in there for me. I was like, really? Yeah. <laughs> really? I was like, you don't think you don't think anybody else could have figured that out just by, like, walking down the hallway in heels, like, and just, like, I don't know. I was like, there's so many ways people can accidentally, like, find this out. I was like, it's not a very secret society. Da-da-da-da. I don't know. I just had my qualms. I had my qualms. I was like, yeah. that is the stupidest way. I like freaking turn the bird ninety degrees. I don't know. Do something else. I would that mm. tickle the pear. Yeah, I don't know. It felt shoehorn. My like fourth Harry Potter reference in this. I know. Episode. <laughs> I don't know. It was a very like the school is a very like Hogwarts kind of setup. I oh, feel. definitely. Definitely. I don't know. Um, let me think. Those are my thoughts. Those are my only thoughts, really. Yeah. Yeah, because like nothing like really happens in this episode. No. These are the episodes that are like setting up the relationships, and it's like you don't really get into the meat of the story until like later. It's like episode three, like end of episode three, is when we start getting. Stuff. Yeah. I don't and know. I didn't think it was until episode five. Is that episode? Yeah, episode five is when um the Gomez stuff is. But the only thing with episode th- oh, am I thinking? I'm thinking episode four. Like end of episode four with the dance and everything. Mm, that's fair. I don't it's know. It's kind of where it, it started feels, picking up. Still feels a little... Uh, yeah. Okay, anyway. Yeah. Mostly the Eugene part of episode four. Yeah, for sure. Um, Is episode two when we get the first part of Eugene, or is it the first episode? I think it's the... F- it is the second episode because Weems is like, oh, you should get yourself involved in clubs. And so she's like, ugh, fine. Yeah. And that's where she meets Eugene. And then she gets involved in the race. Yeah. 
I like Eugene a lot. Yeah, me too. He's sweet. Very and cute. his moms are adorable. Oh, love. I love them so much. They walked in and I was like, yes. <laughs> I know. I was like, no. They were very cute, very sweet. Yeah, they were. Um, I don't know. Like, again, not a lot happened. I, but Eugene yeah. was introduced, which is big in later episodes. Because, again, he kind of becomes the Pugsley. Yeah. Replacement. Not replacement, but... But the, the substitute. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, episode three is called Friend or Woe. Um, Wednesday finds herself tied up and surrounded by members of an elite student society, including Bianca and Xavier. She frees herself and leaves the library, taking one of the books with her. Weems orders Wednesday to play in the school's band at an upcoming town ceremony run by Mayor Noble Walker. Really quick, notice how she was the only person playing at the actual thing? Like, it was all kids from the other high school and then her? Yeah. I was like... I thought there was supposed to be a bunch of kids playing, and then it was just her with, at the thing. Like, and I yeah. was like, what? <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. Where's the frog choir? Or where's, like, their frog choir thing? <laughs> the siren choir. I know, they need frogs. Yeah. Or would it be, like, clams? Because they're oh sirens. It's not clams. No, it'd you be You know what fish. I mean. They, they hold up they hold up fish boxes and it'd be fish no because my th- my thought is like the clam because then it like opens <laughs> up like a- oh my <laughs> gosh <laughs> oh, <laughs> we're too um, tired for this <laughs> same um a dragon in the book a dragon <laughs> i don't remember dragon A drawing in the book um, <laughs> leads her to an exhibit exhibit at a local fair where she notices the painting of a girl she had seen in her visions. Um, in the forest, Wednesday envisions the girl, believed to be an ancestor of hers, ready to be executed by Joseph Crackstone, the town's founder, who is intent on killing all outcasts, but she is able to escape. Wednesday is ambushed by the monster, which she discovers to be somewhat human back in town town, wednesday crashes the ceremony by having thing destroy an inaugural statue of joseph crackstone and is scolded by principal weems while investigating a crime scene in the forest police find a camera that captured photographs of the monster yep yes and it's creepy as hell that thing gave me nightmares yeah that was like nightmare fuel for sure. I was that like, this is like signature to the design of the um, werewolf in later episodes. I don't know. That one didn't bother me so much. It gave me a very Remus Lupin vibe. But like, <laughs> I don't know. That monster, I was like, that is Hallmark Tim Burton. That is Beetlejuice eyes Tim Burton. Like, yeah. That, that, that is like Beetlejuice level Tim Burton, not yeah. nowadays Tim Burton. No, it it specifically reminded me of, like, when Barbara and Adam go into the underworld and then they, like, turn into those monsters. Like, that's what it reminded yeah. me of. Yeah. Um, but scarier. Yeah. Did you see that discourse about how Goody wasn't a name in, like, Puritan kind of time period? And no. How people... That was another thing that was going on when Wednesday Jeez. came out. They're like, 
Her name wouldn't be Goody. It would be this. Because Goody wasn't a name. We all know this because of the Crucible. I kept seeing stuff like that. Isn't, isn't there a Proctor Goody in the Crucible? Yes. I don't know what the discourse <laughs> was, but people were saying this. Okay, well, you can't, Crucible isn't like exactly. diehard rules, people. I know. Um, I like Goody. I think that's a very Puritan name. Yeah. Thank um, you very much. <laughs> oh, what was the Disney Channel show that um, Jenna was in? Because I want to say this fact, too. She was in, like, Stuck in the Middle. It was, like, in yeah. 2010s. It was late in the Disney. first episode. Yeah, like, late 2010s Disney. In the first episode, she talks about how she's the Wednesday of her family. Oh, that's in that funny. Show. So that that that's the other fun fact about Jenna Ortega. That's fun. Yeah. Um, the, other, the other thing I appreciated about this one is that they actually kind of looked like teenagers. <laughs> like they didn't look yeah. like they were twenty. Yeah. Like I just watched how a movie. Old is Jenna. I think Jenna's nineteen. Okay. Or like twenty, or like very young adult. Um. But like I just watched this movie the other day. And it had a bunch of people in it. And I was like, how are they all supposed to be in high school? They look like they're in college. Like, they look, yeah. they're, they're like our age. They're actors who are older than us. And they're playing high school. I'm like, you look like you're in, like, you look like an adult. You don't look like you're in high school. What are you, like, I don't yeah. know. Like, Camilla. Um, Camilla Jenna Mendes. and Emma are 20. There you go. Percy is 21. So, yeah, they're, like, Yeah, early 20s. They actually look like they're in high school. They don't look like yeah. adults. Like, like, <laughs> like, it's hard for me to go back and watch High School Musical now and, like, the Cheetah Girls because I'm, like, you're literally 25. Yeah. Like, what are they thinking? <laughs> or Riverdale. Yep. Yeah. Don't even get me started they were on never, Riverdale. Yeah. Don't even get me started yeah. on Riverdale. Cole Sprouse has been playing a teenager his entire life. Yes. And he's like 30. <laughs> yes. Um. Anyway. Or moving Glee. on. Any of those shows. Um, Glee, Glee's another great one. That's another yeah. one where you're like, what? <laughs> yeah. Okay, moving on. To episode four. Did you do this one? Oh, yeah, you did. Yeah, you did. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah episode yeah. four. Episode three, that was, I mean, the most climactic part was the fountain explodes. The statue. Not and, fountain. But it was also, it was part of a fountain. There was, like, yeah. a statue on the top, fountain on the bottom. True. And it, like, poof. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> um, episode four, Whoa, What a Night, which I think is a fabulous title. This yes. was my favorite title of all. I no, think. episode six has a great one, too. Episode six is good, too. But I like this one a lot. Um, I do, too. So, um, Wednesday and Thing break into the coroner's office to copy the files of the monster's victims. And in trying to identify a pattern, she finds that each vic- victim has a body part surgically removed. Wednesday becomes suspicious of Xavier and follows him into his art studio, where she discovers several drawings of the monster, which lead her to the monster's lair. 
There she retrieves one of its claws and gives it to Sheriff Galpin for DNA matching. Wednesday and Tyler attend a school dance together. Meanwhile, classmate Eugene, who's privy to Wednesday's investigative work, witnesses a cloaked figure blow up the monster's cave. The dance is interrupted by Mayor Walker's son, Lucas, who went with Enid. Yes. Um, who triggers the building's fire sprinklers in revenge for Wednesday's disruption of the town ceremony. And then they also, this was also left out, um, they also pump the white room. Everybody's in white, full of red yes. paint. Yes. I love that moment because she's Very like... Very They... I mean, she even mentions Carrie in yes. that ep- like in that part. I was, yeah. When I first saw it, I was like, oh, Gabby's going to like this whenever she watches this. Yeah, very Carrie. She says, uh, she says, oh, and they couldn't even spring for real pig's blood. Yeah. So um, Wednesday senses that Eugene is in danger and heads up into the forest only to find him gravely injured by the monster. Mind mm-hmm. you, she is like, literally, she looks like she's dripping blood. Yes. Which interesting look yeah um she was the only one not wearing white though yeah she was so everybody else is gonna walk out of there with pink clothes <laughs> yeah um never getting that out again. i love that black dress she's wearing i do too i think it's great yeah question is how many people do you think we're gonna see wearing that as costumes this year oh so many so many. i want to make it so many i because Skylar and I were planning on doing Wednesday and Enid, and I'm going to be Wednesday in that group. Cute. And I want to make the Nevermore costume, like the Nevermore school outfit, and the Raven dress for sure. Cute. And then just do the basic, like every version of Wednesday has the black dress, white shirt. Yeah. Like the collar. combo. Yeah, the white collar, not white shirt. You know what I meant. Yeah. Um,. I liked Lucas up until we realized. I don't think he really wanted to do it. Once he got to know them, I don't think he wanted to. His friends really pressured him into it. Yeah. I mean, he didn't put up much of a fight. His backbone is about the thickness of a popsicle stick, but. Yeah. <laughs> but. I, I mean, don't know. I I felt bad too. for Enid. Oh, me too. But then, without him, she would have never gotten with, uh, what's his name? Oh, he, the gargoyle. Yeah. Uh. Trying to think of his name. What is the gargoyle's name? I don't know. Did we not have him in our... No. ...cast? Wait, hold on. It's like... TJ or like something like that. It was a two-letter one. I'm trying to figure this out. Ajax. Oh, I'm not even close. I wasn't even close. Yes, that one. Georgie Farmer plays Ajax. I or Ajax so much. Same. I thought they were very cute together. I did too. I really like them. Me too. Especially when he's like, I didn't mean to, um, like, get you on our, like, 
I know. And then I froze myself in the mirror. (sighs) Could you imagine? That must be really embarrassing. Yeah. (sighs) Ooh, interesting. Because I'm on the Wikipedia when I was trying to find his name. Hmm. The 1991 film of The Addams Family, mm-hmm. Tim Burton was originally approached to direct, but he ended up passing it because he was working on Batman and Batman Returns. Hmm. So, Interesting. since the 90s, they had been wanting to get him to do a Addams Family thing. It's very much up his alley. Very macabre. Yeah. I really liked it. Um, let's see, where are we? I Hi. really liked the dance. Oh, we're still talking about four. Okay, that's fine. Oh. oh, no. I just really liked how the dance looked. Yeah, it was very pretty. Yeah. And, of course, Wednesday could not show up in white. No. And then she does that dance that everybody made fun of for so long, and I was like, you guys. And then when it wasn't that, <laughs> then when it wasn't the, uh, oh, my gosh, that uh, Lady Gaga song that everybody did it to, I was yeah. like, what's the point of doing this stupid song if it's not even the song in the movie? <laughs> Yeah. That messed me up too when I rewatched. I was like, it's not the Lady Gaga song. Yeah. I was Because like, it's the like da 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 da. Yeah. I was like What? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Whatever. But um, I from what I read, she was watching or like what I saw in an interview, she was watching a bunch of like seventies and eighties, like yeah. soft dances yeah and it very much performing it very much reminded me of like uh uh like rich man's frug from sweet Charity. yeah yeah very but like, like that's what she looked at so she could get inspiration for it makes sense yeah which makes sense for her yeah so now episode five you reap what you woe so this is the parents day episode family weekend family whatever episode um 32 years earlier gomez adams was arrested at nevermore on suspicion of killing garrett gates a descendant of joseph crackstone in the present time the adamses visit wednesday on parents weekend at nevermore um, a family therapy session is cut short when Wednesday confronts her parents about the suspected murder. Meanwhile, Sheriff Galpin learns that the coroner committed suicide after admitting to fabricating Gates' autopsy report. Galpin concludes that Gomez is guilty and arrests him. In prison, Gomez reveals that he was um, covering for Morticia, who actually killed Gates. And Wednesday and Morticia dig up Gates' grave to find that he had been lethally poisoned before he could be killed, but are caught by the police and arrested for the night. Later, they confront Mayor Walker, who reveals that Garrett intended to poison the entire school due to his father's hate for outcasts. Mayor Walker um, agrees to release Gomez after admitting to covering up Gates' motive. Back at the school, um, Principal Weems reluctantly admits to covering up Rowan's death by means of shape-shifting in an effort to evade controversy at the school. Yep. I... I... What? What I was going to say, I liked this episode. 
I liked it. I liked the flashback scenes specifically. Yes. Yes. Especially the part where they're at the therapy office and Pugsley's sitting on the floor and he's eating her potpourri. potpourri. (laughs) I love that. I was like, oh. I love him. He's adorable. Too cute. And Um, honestly, I'm glad that Fester didn't go. Same. I'm glad that we got him and Wednesday alone. Yeah, same. Though I am very curious to um, see his relationship with this version of Gomez and Morticia. Yeah. Especially since the only, like, reoccurring Adams family character that we didn't really get in this show is the grandma. Yeah. Grandma Adams. And, um... Nope, I'm thinking the monsters. Never mind. <laughs> yeah, so, like, I really like... Honestly, because most productions and, like, most films and the musical even focuses on Gomez and Wednesday's relationship and Pugsley and Morticia's. Yeah. So I liked that it was more so Morticia and Wednesday, especially with the necklace. We didn't talk about the necklace that right. Morticia gave Wednesday in the first, in the first episode. episode. Yep. Where it was just, like, what, a W, and then she turned it upside down. It was an M. Yeah. That's cute. Yeah. But I really liked, honestly, all of the people that they cast for young versions of, like, Catherine Zeta-Jones and everyone. Looked just like them! Yes. It it was kind of crazy. You, okay, you could not have convinced me more that the gal playing young um, Weems was not the same girl. That was the exact same same person. I was like, no, that is the same person. Like, yeah. So, what did you think when it was originally, like, revealed that Gomez had been arrested for killing Garrett? Did you believe it? Did I don't know. I was like... I was suspicious. I was like... Yeah. I feel like he was set up. I was like, this but is But I didn't stretch. expect it to be Morticia. No... I don't know. I expected it to be a different circumstance. Like, I expected it to be, like, it looks worse than it actually is. Like, it was an, like, in both scenarios, it was essentially an accident. You know, like, yeah, especially with Morticia, because it was just her trying to get him away from killing Gomez. Yeah. And so, like. And I mean, he was, again, lethally injected, so, like, he would have died anyway, like. Yeah. With or without Morticia's help. I don't know. I just think it, it, it. Yeah. I don't know. It was a little bit of a stretch for me. Yeah. But it it adds to like the drama, right? You need an episode that's dramatic that you think is gonna lead you down the right path, but it really doesn't. Yeah. Um. Oh, what was I gonna say? What'd you think of Enid's mom? I was like, oh, she's, like, from, from New York or Boston. Yeah. And she's know. like, let's take you to, like, Canthropy Camp. Yeah. I don't know. It was, you could tell she cares about her, but, like, I don't know. It was giving, like, toxic vibes. Yeah. I love her dad, though. 
oh my gosh her dad was so sweet he was like i'm just happy to see you like you could tell he's just like so fed up with like the mom like bitching at enid yes i like i like to think that he's kind of like arthur even though she's nothing like molly oh yeah he's very much but he's arthur yeah yeah a little less eccentric though yeah yeah so i don't know i feel like this episode was just you needed some action for filler but it really didn't have that much to do with like the actual story like no because they were like going back on the gates thing which i mean once we get into like um, who Laurel is and like how that yeah, whole who thing Laurel unfolds. is yeah. yeah I guess it does like you need the context but I think you can I think you can like bring up the situation without it being mm-hmm. what it was like I think like eh. yeah I don't know maybe it gives it more stakes I don't know I was just like eh, okay well because what wasn't it the whole thing where Garrett died and then the rest of the family like tried to escape and they got killed as well. I don't know, something like that. And so, like, even though Gomez was only suspected for Garrett Gates, it ended up being all of them. Oh, I didn't think he, they thought he killed all of them. Not all of them, but, like, because they tried to escape, like, the town because of Nevermore and the outcasts and all that. I, he, I like, honestly, inadvertently. I honestly don't remember. Yeah. But, like, I don't know. I think, I don't know. This had literally nothing to do with Laurel's story. I mean, like, it gave her a little bit of, like, a reason to not like Wednesday. Mm-hmm. But beyond that, it's, like, eh. Honestly, and how old Laurel is supposed to be compared to Wednesday, I'm, like, it's not the kid that you want to go after, Laurel. It's Yeah, it's her parents. Yeah. Like, mm- I don't know. Yeah. I just, I didn't like it. I do like, well, before Laurel is revealed, I like the teacher. Huh? Whatever the teacher's name is, that yeah. Laurel's, Miss Thornhill, I like her a lot. Yeah, but, but like, before it's revealed she's, that she's evil. Laurel. Yeah. Yeah. Because she, like, does the whole flower thing where she's, like, I research all my students and I give them a flower that best represents them and she gives Wednesday the Black Dahlia. Yeah. Which also kind of reminded me of MJ and Spider-Man. Because the Black Dahlia necklace. Oh. Because it's MJ's favorite murder. Yeah. Yeah. Case. Just like it's Wednesday's. I feel like... MCU, MJ, and Wednesday would get along so well. Oh, totally. Yeah. Okay, moving on. Episode 6. Quid pro quo. That's another good one. Yes. Yeah, that is. Uh, Wednesday attempts to summon Goody, an old ancestor and fellow psychic who killed Crackstone. During a surprise birthday party, Wednesday has a vision of Goody who instructs her to seek out the Gates Mansion. There, she witnesses Mayor Walker as he's leaving the building and sneaks into his car. After arriving back in town, Mayor Walker is run over and severely injured. Uh, Principal Weems locks down the school and forbids Wednesday to leave campus. With Tyler and Enid's help, though, she escapes and returns to the Gates Mansion. And there they discover that Laurel Gates, who is Garrett's younger sister, is who is long to believe to be dead, 
um she might actually still be alive question mark um, yeah yes the answer is yes um they find the severed body parts of the monster's victims in a cellar but are forced to flee after being ambushed by the monster Wednesday then leads Galpin to the cellar, only to find it empty, and at Nevermore, Wednesday convinces Weems not to expel her in order to further pursue her investigation. At the hospital, an unknown figure kills Mayor Walker. Mm-hmm. See? This one got me a little. Yeah? Like, when looking back on it, like... Okay, we know it's Tyler. Knowing that it's Tyler, like... It kind of makes sense. And then, like... It starts to make sense with this episode because he's nowhere near Wednesday when the hide appears. Yeah, but then he shows back up later and he seems fine. Yeah. That's the only thing I'm That's the thing that got me is, like, he has switched back way too fast to be fully clothed and fine. Yeah. I don't know, because, like, we see in later episodes how, like, draining it really is when he comes back. Yeah. So, I don't know. It just was, like, I was, like, what? I I don't know. We know we're getting a second season. I'm wondering if there's a second hideout there. Maybe. And then, and then, also, because he's wearing his clothes when he has the scratches on his chest and there's scratches through the clothes. Mm Mm-hmm. See? And, like, like, I don't know. Because, what? Like, I know that we have the final scene of him, like, being dragged to prison and him, like, starting to become the Hyde again. Yeah. But what if there's another Hyde, like, near Nevermore? I don't know. Maybe? Maybe? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, This one was a long shot for me. Yeah. I mean, it was good, and, like, I liked that Enid and Wednesday, like, went on a little adventure together. Yeah, I love their relationship. Though this is when her and Enid start to, like, have the falling out. Yeah, and so I didn't really... in this episode. Yeah, so I didn't really love that. Yeah, because she's like, every time you and I go out, we almost get killed. I don't want to be your roommate anymore. Yeah, she's like, I just want to hang out. Like, I don't want to be afraid for my life every time we leave. Which, you know, reasonable request. Yeah. Um, poor Mayor Walker, former Sheriff Walker. I don't know what else to say. That's it. I don't know. Yeah. Next. <laughs> Hold on. I was trying to see if I could find, because I thought I had read somewhere that the guy who plays um, Crackstone was also playing someone else. No, never mind. I thought I had read that one of the actors, like, one of the main characters was also playing Joseph Crackstone. Hmm. But he wasn't, according to the, um, Wikipedia. Hmm. But yeah. So, 
episode seven, if you don't woe me by now. Um, so at Mayor Walker's funeral, Wednesday notices a lurking figure and chases it into the forest. The figure is revealed to be Uncle Fester, who explains to Wednesday that the monster she has been investigating is a hide. Together, they retrieve a diary from the hidden library, which reveals that a hide must always have a master. Later, they track and follow Xavier, who they witness meeting up with Dr. Kinbot, Wednesday's therapist, in the forest. After returning from a date with Tyler, um, Wednesday finds her dorm room vandalized, the diary stolen, and Fang gravely injured. Research into Laurel Gates reveals that she is both alive and the master of the hide. Wednesday initially suspects Dr. Kinbot, but she is killed by the hide, and police arrive to arrest Xavier, who Wednesday believes to be the creature. And then Wednesday meets with Tyler and kisses him, but suddenly has a vision of him being the hide and runs off. Yep. Did you... When the figure that she saw and she was chasing it, who did you think the figure was going to be? Honestly, I had no idea. Okay. I was like, ooh, I... mystery. Yeah, I think I had been wanting Fester to show up because I wanted to see Fester and Wednesday's relationship. Mm-hmm. But I, at the at this point, it's episode seven of eight, so I was like, okay, kind of losing hope. Yeah, and then he did show up, and it was like very sweet, and I was like, oh. And then he yeah. drove that cow, the cow motorcycle. Yes. I love him. And she was like, you couldn't have chosen anything more uh, inconspicuous. And he was like, what's more inconspicuous than this? And I was like, yes. a lot of things. I mean, Fester is always one for the theatrics. and Oh, the absolutely. Kook- He's the kookiest of all the kooky Adams families. Oh, duh. Yeah. Yeah. In the musical, he's in love with the moon. And has a whole love song about the moon. I don't know. All I can think about is him and values when he falls in love with Joan Cusack. Yes. Um, and then they're all like, it's like revealed that Fetzer's actually secretly a millionaire. And it's like, oh, I was like, wait. <laughs> oh, Fetzer. I oh, love yeah. Fetzer so much. Many secrets. Yeah. No, but I think mm. the actor did a really good job. I think very much, like, stuck with the Uncle Festeriness of the character. Yeah. Um, and something else I saw, and, like, it, second time watching and, like, looking for it after seeing this on TikTok, I really picked up on it. Yeah. Um, Where he was the only one that, like, really knew that Wednesday did not like to be touched because you see her like tense up when Gomez hugs her when Mm -hmm. Pugsley hugs her when Morticia hugs her in the one thing Morticia's like better about it than the other two but Fester like knows how to like show affection to her like properly and what she's comfortable with so like you can tell that he's the closest one to her yeah just in, like, the subtle acting stuff, too. Not even just their relationship. Absolutely. Yeah. And then, I uh, he brings Thing back to life, and everybody's all, yay! Yeah. I was sad when Thing was... Me, too. I was like, oh, my God. 
oh my god that's it thing's dead yeah how dare they kill thing yeah how rude also how do you give cpr to a hand i i don't want to question things you just snapping (laughs) yeah we're not even like snapping like audible enough for the microphone to probably pick it up but um I swear this is my last Adam's Family musical reference. But the only time thing is in the show is, like, the curtain. Because the overture is the Adam's Family theme song, because what else is it going to be? Yeah. And it's usually, like, the stage manager or whatever, and they, like, stick their hand through the curtain and, yeah. like, crawl up it, and it's them doing the snaps. That's cute. As thing. So every time I see, like, Thing, I'm, like, I'm so used to it just, like, seeing so many stage versions of Adam's Family just being, like, hand through curtain. Yeah. Then, you know. Could you, how could you, I want to know, how would you do that? Because you can't green screen somebody out in theater. Yeah, it's just behind the curtain. Like, Thing is not really a character in the show. But, like, if you were to, like, how? I feel like it would be like a Mrs. Potts and Chip situation where you have somebody like you see, I was in gonna a say table. like the plant, yeah, uh, the plant in um, Little Shop, yeah, like a puppet or like a piece of a costume. Not necessarily a puppet, but like the costume that the person is in is like a table, yeah, and there's like a hole in the table and they yeah. stick it out, or like a pot, yeah, or something, and it's just like. Um, <laughs> On the table. Yeah. A character that they don't have in this, but most pr- most versions of the Adam Family doesn't really have this character. It's um, It. Cousin It. Yeah. Which is like the big hairy guy. Okay. I was right. That's what I thought. I was going to say, I thought it was the Munsters, but it wasn't. Th- okay. No. I was right. Some productions of Adam Family have them, and it's a poor person in like a bunch of like mops usually is how they make the costume. I mean, that's one way to do it. Yeah. Um, yeah. I hope we get more, especially because the school is closed down, because they actually learned from mistakes of Hogwarts, where they closed down the school after a big emergency happens. I know. It's almost like what a- all learning stops after, <laughs> like, the after, catastrophe um, happens. After giant murder happens. Yeah. They took a page out of out of Hogwarts. Not even out of Hogwarts. They went. Dumbledore didn't do this, right? Yeah. For shutting down the school. Yeah. And then, but then they're they're still missing half of the semester. It like wasn't even Christmas yet, and they were like, eh, no. school shuts down." And I was like, "Whoa, whoa, 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 whoa! Shut it down for like a month for the Christmas and the and the winter holidays. You know, shut it down for December. Bring them back in January. Yeah. You know." Yeah. Um, but I'm hoping that we get, like, not necessarily, like, Zoom nevermore, but, like, I hope we get, like, at least a little bit at the Adam Stanley Mansion so we can get, like, these characters that I'm mentioning, like, yeah. Cousin It and the Grandma and all of that. Yeah. And just, like, more of the family kind of relationships yeah. with Fester and Gomez interacting with each other. 
like all of that kind of yeah. stuff rather than seeing them all separated plus i would love to see tim burton's rendition on the adams family mansion same yep i wish we got to see it at all we didn't nope but i like their car yes their car is fantastic that's what i was gonna say but they have a fantastically appropriate car yes um and i love that lurch is driving it yes we needed lurch in it somewhere more lurch give me more give me more yeah give me more lurch i understand he's giant zombie man we can't really have him i mean we can we can (laughs) he's giant zombie butler man yeah giant uh giant frankenstein yeah yeah okay now that we now we successfully derailed the conversation i mean we were talking about fester and all of them and we've already talked about the date which is the only other big thing yeah you're fair you're you're right you're right. At least we were on track this time. At least it was still in the theme. Yes, because I know way too much about the Adams family. Sometimes, sometimes we go way off the rails. Yeah. But <laughs> that's also because I know way too much about Adams family, which is why I want us to do a whole episode about like the history of the Adams family comics and all that stuff for Halloween. Halloween, for sure. Yeah. So, episode eight, A Murder of Woes. Wednesday and her classmates kidnap Tyler, and Wednesday tortures him to make him confess. Disagreeing with her methods, her classmate alert classmates alert Principal Weems, and Wednesday is arrested. At the police station, Tyler secretly confesses to Wednesday that he is the monster, which I was like, really? Really? And then I realized this was the last episode. <laughs> yeah. I was like, wow. And then, I don't know, it just seemed kind of sudden. I agree. I wish they kind of dragged it out another season. Yeah. Or episode. Just one more episode. Yeah, or one yeah, or one more episode. Or two. Yeah. I don't know. It just felt like very like quick. Yeah. Um so um then fed up with Wednesday's behavior, Weems expels her from Nevermore. Um which yeah, deserved. Yeah. Uh, Wednesday visits Eugene. He just tortured someone in the school. Yeah. I mean, and after all of the shenanigans she's caused, yeah, I would have expelled her after she exploded the <coughs> fountain and the statue. <coughs> you good? <coughs> Choking on your juice. <coughs> yeah. Um, so, Wednesday visits Eugene at the hospital, whose description of the figure he saw at the monster's cave matches Miss Thornhill, the, the teacher. Um, Weems disguised as Tyler, and... Yes, Weems disguised as Tyler, and Wednesday get Thornhill to confess that she is Laurel Gates and manipulated Tyler... Excuse me. And manipulated Tyler into killing the victims as part of her scheme to resu- resurrect Joseph Crackstone and wipe out all the outcasts. However, Gates mm-hmm. kills Weems with the same poison that killed her brother. Yes. And uh, subdues Wednesday. Using because Wednesday. she's the herbology teacher and he yeah. was killed by like the nightshade or whatever the poison was. Wolfsbane. Wolfsbane. Yeah. Which is the yeah. same as... Harry Potter. No, no, no. Wolfsbane is, uh, is the uh, flower... It's a it's a flower. Yeah. 
I remember this because they use the same one in this other show that I'm watching called Ginny and Georgia. Um, oh, gosh. What is it? Yeah. Um, um, it's uh, – I just said it Acronite? earlier. No, I guess that – Monkshood. Yes. Yes. It's also a part of a Renocula family. But anyway, mm-hmm. um, <coughs> anyway, <coughs> good. Sure. I, I can't actually remember if that's what it was that she used, but it was a plant. I assume that's what it was. Plants in winds. That's not going to help me. No. Wolfsbane. Well, is it Wolfsbane? Okay. <laughs> it gave, like, every major plant listed. Black Dahlia, Venus Flytrap, Ghost Orchid, Wolfsbane. Yeah, okay, so that's what it was. Um, so, using Wednesday's blood, Gates retur- resurrects Crackstone and leaves Wednesday to die, but Goody repeal- appears to heal her. Um, Enid, having transformed into her were- werewolf form, finally... Uh, defeats Tyler yes. in his hide form while Crackstone breaches Nevermore. With help from Bianca, Wednesday destroys Crackstone and Eugene helps defeat Gates with his bees. Yes. Oh, so I love the obsessed. bees. And then when it was discovered that that was his, like, power, I was like, yes. I was like, no wonder. Yeah. I, he's the Neville Longbottom. Yeah, Absolutely. Um, if anything. Yeah. So Xavier is released from prison, Tyler is detained, and Wednesday departs from Nevermore, which is closing for the remainder of the semester. Mm-hmm. Bom, bom, bom. Um, yes. All in all, I liked the show pretty pretty well. Um, I just yeah. think, I don't know, I feel like there were a lot of, like, left turns. Yeah, I, I warned you about that. Yeah, like it feels going into it. Like you're like you feel like you're like, oh okay, yeah, that's that seems that seems right. And then it like takes a left turn and it's like, actually this is what it is. And there was like I very feel like it would have little... worked better as a movie. I agree. I feel like, like a like a trilogy. Yeah. Or even just like a or two like hour a movie. movie. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I just feel like you're going down this one path and then all of a sudden it's like, ha ha ha, that's actually not the answer. It's this other thing that we mentioned maybe once. And it's like, yes. where did this come from? It's like, I get you're like going with Wednesday to kind of figure it out, but it just like. Yeah. I I don't know. I, I kind of agree. I liked it. Yeah. I don't know. Like with all these like murder mystery kind of shows coming out mm-hmm. like this. I liked this one a lot. Yeah. Not just shows, movies. I mean, Knives Out is Glass Onions. Yeah. Which I still haven't seen Glass Onions. I haven't either. I think I want to watch it maybe tonight if I have time when we're done. Well, we're almost done, so I'll definitely have time to watch it tonight. Yeah. Um, I like that Xavier gives her the phone because she's like the whole like social media thing. So maybe we will see sort of like a more like we'll see. I don't want to say zoom. Yeah, I I I don't want to say like zoom. Nevermore, but like yeah, 
Like, like she'll still be friends with them, but they won't just be going to school together, you know? Like, it'll be yeah. like, the other kids go to school, but she's still, like, homeschooled or something. Yeah. I don't know. It'll be interesting to see what they choose. Yeah. And I can't wait to see, like, who the new principal is, because we're going to have to get a new mm-hmm. one, because Weems is gone. So, my question is, if they're going to keep doing this, is the principal position going to turn, and the herbology and the teacher going to turn into the Defense Against the Dark Arts? I don't know. I have no idea. Because, <laughs> like, we see at the final thing that Tyler is becoming the hide again. Yeah. Like, that's, like, the final clip of the show. Yeah. So, obviously, like, that's going to come back again. Yeah. I guess but we just I have to know. see. Yeah. Think what I read was 2024? Is when they're going to release the second season? I don't know. Um, I don't think they've started filming again. I don't think and so. I don't th- and then I know that they're not going back to, I believe it was filmed in Romania. It was filmed somewhere, like, kind of, like, Romania, like, that area. Yeah. But, like, Wednesday, or, Wednesday, Jenna is, like, vegetarian or something, and they had trouble finding, like, uh-uh. good alternatives for her. Yeah. So, I think she had to become pescatarian while they were filming. That's, yeah. So... Anyway, we got a And plus, if it's not going to be at the school, like, they don't have to go back to whatever castle they filmed it at. Exactly. So. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. We have a boatload of fandom news to go through. Yeah, we have, like, a page. That's a lot. Yeah. You want to start us off? Sure. Um, Into the Woods won the Grammy for Best Musical Theater Album. For the 2023 Grammys. Woohoo! Viola Davis achieves EGOT status. Yes, queen. Yes. So she has won an Emmy, an Emmy, a Grammy, an Oscar, and a Tony. Um, and uh, she was awarded her uh, last award that she needed, which was the Grammy at the 2023 Grammy Awards. Yes. And she's one of the few people that have gotten it in an acting category for each one. Because she got it for spoken word for the Grammy. Oh, so she's like one of the few people that it's like all like kind of acting nice related awards that she wanted. That's awesome. Yeah. I I saw that and I was like, "Oh, that's cool." Yeah. Um Josh Groban and Annalie Ashford which which has Hamesy? I would have said Lachans. Lachans? I have no idea. Sure. I have no idea. I'm so sorry. Andre de Shields and more will be taking part in McTheater's Miscast 23. Chloe Bailey, Olivia Coleman, and more to star in Girl from the North County film adaption. Yes. Um, a new musical titled Hell's Kitchen will feature music by Alicia Keys and based on her life will premiere off-Broadway this year. Love that. Something original. Let's yes. go. Um, well, she, it's based on her life. Like, but still, it's an original story. It's in something new. It's not, like, true. based off of, like, a movie or a TV show or, true. you know. Yeah. Or a, or a jukebox musical, you know. Yeah. Although, Juliet was really good. 
Yeah, and I'm sure it will be a jukebox because it's Oasis's. But maybe not. Well, she maybe might not. Write we'll all see. New music that'd be cool. Yeah. The Cher show will launch U.S. national tour soon. Yes. Barbara Streisand is getting ready to tell her life story in her first memoir. My name is Barbara. Will release in November of this year. Mm. La La Land is being adapted to a Broadway musical, and it's going to be directed by Bartlett Cher. Which honestly, like, that's a good adaptation. That's like a that's a pretty direct translation for me. Yeah, I, I honestly because I know that people were talking about like the Patrick and Paul movie musicals, so Greta Showman, La La Land, like those guys. Yeah, and we're trying to figure out which one would go to Broadway first. I agree that La La Land should have been it rather than Greta Showman. Although Greta Showman would have been really good. Greta Showman would be great. I would love to see Greta Showman like a Pippin style yes. like tent like set yes. thing. Yeah. Um, Andrea Burns, Christopher Fitzgerald, and Harada Brooks. Ash- oh, I Ashmanskas. Sure. Um. <laughs> And more would join Donna Murphy in Dear World at New York City Center Encores. I know who he is. I just can never say his name. He's the guy that originated the role that um, James Corden played in The Prom. Oh, yes. Okay. And he's in that, um, oh, it's the it's the Disney, mo- Disney Plus movie about the kid who gets on Broadway for um, the Lilo and Stitch musical. I forget the name of it. But he plays the main casting director in that. Hold on. There's a Disney movie about a kid trying to be in a Lilo and Stitch musical? Broadway show, yes. Better than Nate. um, Better Nate than ever is the name of it. No. It's real cute. I like that movie a lot. I don't know about it that has, one. It has um, the guy from High School Musical, the musical of the series, playing the older brother. That's a lot of guys. I don't know who you're talking about. The one that dated Olivia Rodrigo. Oh, Joshua Bassett. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Disney CEO Bob Iger. Oh, I love saying that. <laughs> I know. Uh, Disney CEO Bob Iger announced that Following the success of Avatar The Way of Water, an Avatar experience will be coming to the Disneyland Resort. Yes. Hippogriffs, Nifflers, Pygmy Puffs, and Baby Dragon Meet and Greets will be coming to Hogsmeade at Universal Studios Japan starting on March 17th. We have to go to Japan. Which, yes, because so just like the Disney, um, I believe it's a Japanese park as well, where it's owned by the Oriental Company. Oriental, whatever. Uh, what is it? Yeah. Oriental Lanco? Yeah. Universal Studios Japan, it's also owned by, like, a third-party company, like, the Disney Japan Park. So, Universal Studios Orlando or Hollywood will not be getting this because this is a Japan exclusive. I mean, in theory, they could because it's still owned by Universal. It's just they've licensed out their rights and their ip it's a whole thing we could talk i could literally do an entire episode just on the olc and how running a disney park owned by somebody else works yeah we should we should that'd be a good one 
Yeah. It's complicated, but yes, it could, but it probably won't. Yes. Um, although Duffy the bear did come to True. the United well, um, States Epcot. parks. Yeah, and the Japan Pavilion in Epcot. Yeah, usually. I mean, we have it here. Oh, true. So, yeah. Um, the Walt Disney Company will be reorganized into three core business segments. There's going to be Disney Entertainment, ESPN, and Disney Parks Experiences and Products. Yes. That's another one so we could do a whole episode about. Yeah. So, instead of, like, Disney Entertainment being, like, five different Companies? segments yeah. with, like... Um, Lucasfilm and all that, they're, like, combining them all into just Disney Entertainment. So instead of, like, Disney, Marvel, Pixar, Lucas. Yeah, it's all Disney Entertainment. Smart. Yeah. Also, who um, would be included in that? Yeah. Um, we got the rest of the Mean Girls trio and Aaron Schultz for the Mean Girls movie musical adaptation. Aventika? will star as Karen, and B.B. Wood will play Gretchen, and Christopher Briney will play Aaron Schultz. Uh, Disney's working on more sequels to Toy Story and Frozen. So, you know, Toy Story 5, here we come. Toy Story 5 and Frozen 3. Frozen 3, lord. Um, And the first sequel to Zootopia, which I just watched for the first time the other day. Really? Yeah. The, so Judy Hopps is voiced by um, Jennifer Goodwin, who played Snow White in Once Upon a Time. Yeah, it's good. I, I like it. Once Upon a Time. Yeah. Ooh. Um. Mama Mia will embark on a 25th anniversary North um, America tour this fall. That's a fun one. Yes. Moon Girl has embarked on her next adventure in Disney's California Adventure on February 15th. Moon Girl and Devil Dinosaur started streaming on February 15th. Okay, who are those? That's like a Marvel animated thing for kids. Okay, so it's not bad that I don't know who they are. No, it's... It's like on the kids' We talked about it in the Marvel release episode that we did, like, at the end of last year. Where it's just, like, the kids' show. Yes, okay, now now I remember. Disney Junior kind of thing. Yes. Yeah. Um, Olivier Award-winning Life of Pi star Haran Abisik Kira and more to lead the Broadway transfer with the full cast announced on February 10th. I'm a little salty about this one, but uh, Disneyland has lowered ticket prices for a ton of dates in June. On June 1st and June 5th through 8th, you can visit one of the parks for only $104. Yes. I'm salty because that's not when I'm going, but... <laughs> yeah. Um, AMC theaters are raising their ticket prices based on where your seats are located within the theater, with prime middle row seats now carrying a premium, and these are for performance or like showings after four PM. I'm very upset about this. <laughs> Same. Though I mean it's kind of like you're seeing like any theater sh- like theatrical show on but movie stage. theaters are not the same. There is no I difference. Know. There is literally no difference like in a theater theater if you're sitting in these two rows versus these two rows you get a very like if you're sitting in yeah. one end of the auditorium versus the other you get a very different experience. 
or like lower versus further away. You have a very different experience versus in a movie mm-hmm. theater. Everybody's just staring at a big screen. Why? They're already losing money because people don't want to go to movie theaters anymore because it's yeah. cheaper to stay home and watch everything on streaming. This is not the ideal move. This is a terrible move. This is going to drive more yeah. people away from going to the theater and being at home. Yeah. Anyway, um, let's see here. Disneyland has lowered the price of Savvy's Build Your Own Lightsaber down from two fifty to two twenty. That's not that big. Mm-hmm. And um, no. custom droids have dropped down to ninety nine dollars, which is better. Yeah. I think it was like one thirty. Yeah, 99. like one fifty. I think. Okay, Maybe I there. don't remember. Yeah. Um. Red Hui Pearson has announced the Kingdom Keepers Inheritance, The Shimmer, which is the first book of the new series, The Inheritance series, um, book tour for its release on February 21st, so the day before this episode is released. Um, He will be at The Novel um, Neighbor in St. Louis, Missouri on February 27th, Anderson's Bookshop in Naperville, Illinois on February 28th, Foxtail Bookshop in Woodstock, Georgia on March 1st, Books and Books in Coral Gables, Florida on March 3rd, and Disney Springs at the Walt Disney World Resort on March 4th. Are you going to go? I don't know, because... I don't know, because I'm, like, going down so much in March, mm. like, already, because I'm going home, like, for, like, a full, like week during spring break of course and then which is like two weeks after he's here and then i'm coming home like oh the weekend like not the like week right after spring break like that weekend but the weekend following spring break Mm -hmm. because my sister's in a show here so i don't know if i can afford another trip that makes sense and i also looked to see like where woodstock georgia was because i was like maybe i could because my school's, like, so close to the Georgia border. But it's, like, four hours away. It's, like, close to Atlanta. Oh, it'd be better just to go. <laughs> I'm going to Atlanta in April. Fun. Yeah. So our last our last bit of news is a little bit of a sad one, but it's okay. Um, the reopening date for Toontown in Disneyland has been delayed to March 14th. However, yes. I have seen people recently going into parts of it so it this is the full reopening because the only thing opened right now is like um the runaway railroad and the rest area there's like a grassy knoll thing where you can sit on yeah and then runway railway but yeah yeah like the grand grand reopening of the rest of it with like all of the play area and like all of the everything the is going to be and all that stuff. Yeah, delayed to March fourteenth. Yes, I wish we still had Toontown. R.I.P. Toontown. No, I'm just kidding. No, because that's where Fantasyland, um, the new Fantasyland segment, mm-hmm. which has the Seven Dwarfs Mine Train and all that, that's where our Toontown was. Yeah. And then they made it into Beauty and the Beast area, Little Mermaid area, Snow White, yeah. and the huge big top circus yeah so like i don't know yeah so shall we get into this outro yeah i think we should hello everyone 
everyone, Emma here with some updates to two of the pieces of fandom news that were just mentioned. First of all, Ridley Pearson has clarified that he will not be appearing at the stores, however, they will be selling pre-ordered signed copies of Kingdom Keeper's Inheritance, The Shimmer. The two-week tour mentioned earlier is focused entirely on school appearances, and the only public signing will be at Disney Springs Art of Disney at 10 a.m. on March 4th in Walt Disney World in Orlando. The other piece of fandom news that has an update is the reopening um, date for Toontown at Disneyland in California, which we had said that it was going to be delayed until the 14th of March, when in fact it is um, delayed until the 19th of March. So sorry for the confusion on those last two pieces of fandom news, and thanks for listening to this week's episode. And now on to the outro. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Fan Fatales. We are a proud part of the Real Fans Podcast Network. That's right, and if you want to check out more shows on the network, you can find them at rf4rm.com. Next week, we will be talking about and celebrating our favorite female characters for the start of Women's History Month. Remember to subscribe to us wherever you get your podcasts. And subscribe to us on YouTube. I'm finally getting all of the episodes on the YouTube. Please leave us a review and comment down below to tell us what you thought of the show. And remember to follow us on Instagram and Twitter at FanFatalesPod for the latest updates. Now, Emma, where can the people find you on social media? My Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter are all at SnippyEmma, which is S-N-I-P-P-Y-E-M-M-A. What about you, Gans? I'm at Gabby Gent on Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter. That's G-A-B-Y-J-E-N-T. Our editing is by the wonderful Carol Lindsmeyer. And as always, thanks for tuning in. Bye! Bye. Views and this episode do not reflect the brand or company they're about.